0: Howdy, y'all. Welcome to Components. I'm Ren, product marketer at Hereto and your podcast MC. I'm
1: Patrick, CEO here at Hereto. And I'm Jared, lead solutions consultant. Thanks for joining us on our weekly conversation about componentized and structured content. Hope you enjoy this 15 or so minutes of fun talking about everything from data to innovations in AI. All right, let's get into it. Finally, the topic of CCMS. The topic okay (laughs) hey you know what this wasn't because of this podcast but i was actually having a very philosophical conversation with myself about this this week and that's right i said myself because (laughs) because (laughs) it's pandemic and the only person to talk to is my dog most of the time
0: are you talking to lloyd
1: yeah i mean he doesn't really talk back but you know the, uh, it ends up being a conversation <laughs> with myself primarily. Anywho, so here's the thing that I think is kind of interesting. We call it component content, but technically everything's a component of content, right? So, like a book is still a component of content, it is a really large component of content. So, the, int- so the, the difference with the only real difference is the size, it's just
0: smaller components of content, um, which is. I think it, intention. I mean, a book is whoever wrote that book intended that book to, to be a standalone piece but you and I could take it and go, Oh, look, there's this broader corpus and this is just one component of that. It's one piece of it. So once we throw some intention behind it, right, it's just turtles all the way down. That's what I'm saying.
1: It's like literally all content has always been componentized, but here's the where the like the rubber kind of hits the road with this concept. Um, It's that when you when you when you start to think about this, it really it makes you think. Okay, well, what's the right size? What's the right size for our application? Um, Because you could go and you could take, and you're laughing at me, but it's a good it's a good question. Like it's really it's a good information architecture question, because you know at some point in time, like you know, book was the right size for somebody's um, needs. It's not anymore. Um, But like, you know, single words, I mean, actually, in some cases, they are, but broadly speaking, are not the right size to manage your content, or to componentize your content or to structure your content. So it's a, it's an, it's an interesting, philosophical and also practical question.
0: I I had a similar discussion yesterday, with someone, and it was about, um, it started with um, moving homes, like when you move from one location to another. And if you've been to grad school at all, you have absurd amounts of books. And I said, the difference for me was that I went, when I went from, and this is, I find this interesting too, depending on which field you're in, whether you buy books or whether you look at journal articles will be a huge, a huge difference in like what you're studying. So when I went from my master's degree to PhD work, I basically stopped buying books and I was only downloading journal articles. And I even got um, mildly. Can I? I am a component of content. So
1: your component of content got smaller.
0: Is that what we're saying here?
1: Suck it, John.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I
1: suppose. I Really, uh,
0: this is what happens when we start <laughs> with a philosophical rabbit hole. <laughs> um. <laughs>
1: I, okay. What is a CCMS? <laughs> Well, so if you, if you consider the idea that we're going to, how are we going to define a component, a uh, componentized content, we're going to say, I think this is important. I think, you know, all, all joking aside, I think we should actually, uh, start with the definition of componentized content. So, you know, philosophically, anything can be a component of content, uh, no matter how large or how small, but I think. Jared's definition that it is intention is is a, is a good idea. So like the intention with component content is to create pieces of content, which are interchangeable and reusable. I think that's fair.
0: Yeah. That, that sounds, that sounds fair to me. Yeah.
1: And I think also it's, I think the other thing that's not necessarily, I think the other thing that's, that, no, I'm going to say this. The other thing that is separating is that um, those, Pieces are intended to be uh, structured consistently and to have a degree of semantics around them. And here's why I think that that distinction is important. Um, because if you look at like wikis, for example, you could make an argument that wikis are componentized content. They just handle one component type, which is an article, and their components tend to be kind of long. Um, but otherwise, they're kind of componentized like i mean you know it's it's a bunch of stuff that's related that's more or less free form and interlinked and all that kind of stuff right so it's kind of got a lot of the other stuff you look for and componentized content um but there's very little semantics there and there's very little ability to remix those into other things and uh form larger larger constructs out of uh, out of different pieces so i think the ability to have like Consistency and semantics, and the ability to to form different deliverables out of the pieces is also really important when it comes to component content. And then you know the philosophy behind why you implement a component content management system.
0: Yeah, and I think that um, you know heading you're you're definitely like getting us on that track to saying like what what a CCMS is, and it's kind of built into this, um, or you can see it starting to. Fall out of what you just said, like what a CCMS will be, um, which is largely defined defined by what it does. In this case, um, also side rabbit hole. That's one thing I find really interesting about the tech space is that what things are, how we define them, uh, is is typically a a their function in the tech space. We define something by what it does. We don't like start with this definition of what the thing is and then build it around it. We start building this thing and it functions in certain ways. And we go, ah, that fits into this category over here. And so I, I think it's, it makes a lot of sense that, um, you know, products have, they've, we've, they've gotten more nuanced over the years and we've started, we've started to deliver, you know, variations of different products or things where, um, you know, content needs to be flexible. It needs to be able to to bend at will at some writer's intention to meet the needs of whatever the product line is or whatever the thing is that that somebody is documenting and because of that we've started to create systems that can handle content that is componentized like that so even if it's on an you know at the wiki level where it's a larger chunk you still need some type of system that will manage those things now when you get down to the smaller levels you need a system that can manage those tiny tiny chunks and interchanging those easily and you need something that does it powerfully um, but also very simply for the users
1: yeah so i I think there's a couple interesting things there Um, one is that i think one of the other distinctions that you make between like a ccms and some other typical traditional systems which are you know, let's call them more article based, you know, be they wikis yeah. or, no. I mean, effectively, uh, you know, WordPress, especially in its, its very original incarnation was was really just a, a system for managing articles, right? Blog posts mm-hmm. and blog posts and articles, are the same thing. Um, is the ability, is the fact that content inside of a CCMS is presentation agnostic, largely speaking, yeah. and that means that it can go to many different things. Um, one of the things that I think is really interesting about this space right now is that you could actually apply the component content management label really easily and appropriately to other systems which don't use it, um, which are typically, you know, headless web CMSs, which are kind of coming up behind mm-hmm. the like Wordpresses and Drupals and, yep. um, you know, AEMs of the world to um, to create something which is more flexible and more agile and and faster. Um, So another way to look at component content management systems is going back to your thought on like how it's used is the fact that they're almost all really kind of used in uh, reference content and technical content. Um, You don't see things outside of that space being defined as component content management systems, um, despite the fact that they are like a headless CMS is very much a component content management system, um, which I think is a really interesting you know, it's very, it, that's like the marketing aspect of it. Like that's like, right. it's just like, it's just a
0: classification. I, I wonder, um, so I haven't used, I haven't used any CC, uh, headless, if we want to call them headless CCMSs. I haven't really used any. Um, I wonder what the experience is going to be like in, in five years. So in case we haven't really hit this yet, explicitly, you know, what a good CCMS should do is at least have the capability from a user perspective to manage content down to the word level and be able to make that interchangeable. So it needs to maintain all the links. It needs to provide you a place to store that. Ideally, it gives you some some way to um, edit that content and update it, um, you know, go through all the typical things that you'd want to do with product software, I mean, with product documentation. So, I'm real interested to see where these, where a headless CCMS that that technology goes in the next few years. Um, are they going to be? I don't. I don't know. And maybe this is just a question you might have a better answer to, Patrick. But can a headless CCMS handle content down to the word level for an individual user? Go. <laughs> uh,
1: n- in my experience, n- not so much. Which is interesting to me. So there's. Uh, there's this interesting trade-off that most of the headless CMSs that I've actually interacted with, and this is obviously a tangent because this is not about what a CCMS is. This is about <laughs> what headless CMSs do. But anyways, um, most of the, the headless CMSs I've interacted with, they take a very different approach to this. They take a very flat, structured approach. So they're right. still creating components right. of content, but they're so. You know, I'm actually gonna somewhat disagree with your definition in saying it has to be able to manage things down to the word level. I think a CCMS, which is directed at reference content and product content and knowledge content needs to be able to do that. And it needs to be able to do that because of the implementation situations that it goes into and the types of problems that it's targeted at solving. Um, I think that you see, reference content systems, knowledge content systems, um, typically deal with about an order of magnitude more content than uh, marcom-oriented um, content systems. And at this level, you really have to be managing content all the way through all the way through the the spectrum. Right? Like you can't have you can't have linking not managed. Linking must be managed. You can't have Um, you can't lack the ability to manage nouns and variables and like switch those things out. Um, you can't lack the ability to manage, you know, the actual content, um, structurally down to like what you said, the word level. But I think that that's less of a requirement and in being less of a requirement, it's actually less overhead for certain content groups when you're talking about, um, Marcom style content, which is why a lot of the headless CMSs don't go to that extent. Um, so I'm not sure that I would consider that to be like a deficit in their products. I think it's just a design decision um, because it's not a, it's not necessary for where they are in the um, in the the content ecosystem. Um, so so it, I'm going to actually answer your question now, and then I'll let you go. So most headless CMSs I've seen use Markdown inside of the field level, um, so they're they're basically web forms. Uh, which makes them structured content. Um, and when you have like rich text fields, what they use inside of there is, is markdown typically. Mm-hmm. Um, or it's, some, it's something which is which is very very similar to markdown. Um, I'm assuming there are some out there that use more of like an HTML paradigm. They probably use like CK editor or something, and that would probably give them more capability to manage down into the, uh, the word level. but um, the ones the, the most popular ones that I've interacted with don't do that. And therefore, they lack the ability to typically to manage things um, right down to the sentence, paragraph, and word level. Hey,
0: everyone. It's Tim. Just letting you know we're taking a week off from Memorial Day. So enjoy your time off and we'll be back with fresh content June 8th. See you then.